What's up, guys? Welcome to 2024. Another episode of the Lunch Beers Podcast. We got a full studio today. Mm-hmm. Myself, brother Frank, Nikki Q. What's going on, buddy? What's up, guys? Eli's here. Hello. And Jared. Yeah, well, tell them what least. we're about, Frank. Let the <laughs> new people know. We're about a lot of good stuff, man. Um, but I want to start everyone off um, in the year of our Lord, 2024, with a little inspirational quote for you guys. Eli, take it away. Yeah, so when you're strolling through the, your corporate workplace, work from home or not, um, when you're going through your email, that's your home base. And I've come across some crazy signatures. Uh, I think the selfie, it's way up there. You're kind of an egomaniac if you feel the need to send a picture of yourself on every email and you don't cringe when you're looking at that at 8 in the morning. That's bad. Um, I've seen big logos. It's like, all right, cool, like Brownie Points guy, right, just slams his logo at the bottom of every email, can't miss it. But the worst thing I've ever seen in my life was this guy, and I'm not even going to give the quote because I won't even give him enough credit that it impacted me because I refuse to remember it. But he had an inspirational quote on every email signature that he sent me and him and I didn't work that great together because we were struggling. There's a lot of emails and I'm just reading this quote over and over again. as this guy is failing his task relentlessly in my face, dude. What did it say? I don't know. I'm not. I won't give it to him. I'm not giving it to him. You don't want to be exposed. His, his quote didn't affect me. All right. Everyone take a guess. What do you think his quote is? Eli showed it to me, but I can't remember it now. It, I wish it was, I could. It was long. I just saw a lot of words and went, wow. Sunshine, daisies, I'll give you the, uh, the concept is like, you know, Vince Lombardi, like, oh, if winning doesn't matter, oh, why don't they keep score? Oh, like that kind of quote. It, it was um, uh, something about coaching, right? I'm not <laughs> giving him credit, dude. Wait, wait. It? Was it Sean McDermott's speech when he brought up Al-Qaeda no, to the Bills? I don't think so. that one. I don't think it was that Sus, one. No, I, I remember it. No, but yeah, that is, he's like one of the final bosses for email signatures. That's just crazy. <laughs> like, I just can't imagine, even just like, because you know, when you're emailing someone, like your first email is usually pretty formal, good afternoon, good morning, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But then when you're having like a conversation with someone through it's email, like it's just, yeah, it's like texting yeah. at that point. Imagine every single text came with that quote at the bottom. Dude, my eyes were getting drilled by this dude's like, <laughs> this is why I'm better than you. Dude, I'm I feel philosophical. Like, I feel like I see that, that type of shit everywhere now. Like, every time I open up to LinkedIn to get shut down by people I know <sighs> within my network for business opportunities, <laughs> I'm scrolling and I'll see like a like a fucking video or something. Like, LinkedIn is like the new Twitter I of like LinkedIn inspirational so space. It's LinkedIn is Twitter for inspirational space. I'm, I'm like scrolling along, like looking for things of substance that can benefit me. <laughs> and I just see a video. It's like, no one's going to help you. And it's like a fucking penguin on a piece of ice and the ice is splitting and the whole pack is on the other side. And this guy is just hauling ass trying to get to like the one little space that he can jump before he gets a let down by the crowd. And I'm like, I'm watching it and I can't stop. And I'm like, why is this on here? Like, I feel no different Dude, after watching this video. Cat, bro. It's just it's it's the, the fakest, fake coach bag of social media. It's the fakest thing I've ever seen. Like, you thought IG was bad? Go on LinkedIn. <laughs> Dude, I haven't bit. been on LinkedIn in forever. Me neither. I just opened it up. There's no point. So long. Another, dude, a corporate villain, bro. The people who met, they just add you and message you because you're in their expertise. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're in my niche. We should connect. Like, dude, I'm not trying to grow this part of my life. Like, yeah, the only time dude. I would actively use it if I am job searching because it's a great tool for that or if I'm in sales. 
Mm-hmm. Literally only two times I would ever use yeah. LinkedIn. That's why I'm on there. I'm yeah, trying to see people though. where I'm at, what they're doing, see if I know any entrepreneurs, you know, who need a, <laughs> who need a, a necessary evil that is don't extremely ever expensive. Don't me on LinkedIn. Don't do it. Oh, I don't. I just, I'll go in and then, and then I par- I'll post on your wall. You got to parlay with Zoom info. You just going to poke someone on LinkedIn? Smash or pass. <laughs> yeah, Imagine they have bring that. the pokes back. Smash or pass, bro. Oh, man. Do that on LinkedIn. No. Although it is ballsy when you slide in DMs on LinkedIn. You ever see those happen? No. That's ridiculous. Dude, I saw a study that's like Gen Z is using LinkedIn as like a dating app now. Nice. I'm sure there's some some sort of dating app where it's like for, you know, business type, professional type Oh, yeah, there is. I get spammed with, dude, I get real marketed they're trying to, they're saying what my family says in the holidays, dude. <laughs> I get marketed hard, dude. There's a dating app for every everything. Yeah, there is crazy. like a LinkedIn dating app, it's dude. Disgusting. I saw they made like a golf Corporate card. Who's paying a golf like Tinder type app? Really? So I'm not speaking for myself, but Nick and so Eli, since you guys are the single ones, if you want to throw some ass to get us in some uh, private <laughs> private country clubs, you know. How much ass do I have to throw? <laughs> how much ass and how old? Because it's probably a lot, and the, the age is probably like a- age 50. Is, age is just a number. How much there ass? There you w- go, Nicky Q's our guy. How much ass <laughs> would you throw to get us like around That's the Stalkin Valley go. Country Club? Not a lot, dude. <clears throat> but if we're going to like Pebble Beach, dude, all of it. We can play at Pebble <laughs> Beach. Yeah. Anytime. But, but someone can pay for it. It's like 2000 bucks for a person. Dude. Salkin Valley is like a $75,000 initiation fee. Okay, and we uh, stormed the private booths when exactly. we went to the It's a special CEO place for us. Special place. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I'll stick to my public courses. <laughs> yeah, I can't do that. All I'm just saying is that, thing, that, that seems cool. Maybe we can get some new friends. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Send me your referral link. Yeah. I got you. I'll figure it out. I'll, I'll make accounts for you guys, and I'll just peddle them. <laughs> That's fine. If you need some catfishing people, you need I'm sure that won't bite me. <laughs> you need some picks, bro. Show just up. hit me up. I'm a four handicap. Oh, every, proceeds to hit every ball off the tee box <laughs> into the trees to the right. <laughs> well, good thing we got a beer to drink about it. What do we got here? I brought it in today. I went to the store. I saw this shiny, cool can, and I picked it. I didn't read anything else about it. Um, can is pretty cool, though. I mean, the, the base of the can is... Um, starts in the top. It's like metallic, right? So it starts with a really lighter metallic purple, then goes dark metallic purple, then almost like a sky, like a light blue sky at the bottom. Um, very cool can. It's called Nor'easter. It's a winter porter with vanilla, fig, chestnut, and maple syrup from Evergreen Brewing Company. It's a nine percenter. Uh, so a heavy hitter. I've never heard of Evergreen before. It says it's in a Camp Hill area, Pennsylvania. I'm not really even sure where Camp Hill is. I believe it's somewhere down by Philly. Um, never heard of Evergreen, but um, yeah, I mean it's it's your typical winter porter. It's it's heavy. It's thick. Mm. It's it's really thick. Um, nice. I you know what's funny? I don't taste any vanilla, fig, chestnut, or maple syrup. It's just straight chocolate for me. Chocolate? Like I don't taste anything it, else in this beer. It tastes like a fig Newton at the end. Fig Newton. Oh, I'm kind of catching that now. Mm-hmm. Fig Newton. You know what? I do fuck with good old Fig Newton. Before we hopped on, Eli said coffee, and I haven't been able to get that flavor out of my mouth. But now that you say Fig Newton, mm-hmm. like uh, like the purple one, right? Yeah. Purple Fig Newton. They're all purple? Yeah. No, the, so they the have regular. like the apple flavored ones that are they, like orange or yellowish, like whatever. Yeah. I thought the whole thing of a Fig Newton was it was fig. 
It's a jam. Yeah, <laughs> but you can make yellow jam from figs. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. Or sni- sinus colored jam. <laughs> sinus. It's probably more accurate. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, there's not really much to this beer. Um, I wish it was, like, straight out of a beer tap, a little colder maybe. Um, yeah, I get all chocolate. I can't drink a lot of this at all. It is a heavy hitter. The can's cool, so I'm going to bump it up a bit, but I'm going to go, like, 5.5. Yeah, I like Fig Newtons, so it's going to be like a 6'4". <laughs> That's not surprising. <laughs> How's that not surprising? Bro? You're just, Short white guy likes Fig Newtons. Fig Newtons are the goat. Are you are you done about your Fig Newtons, dude? Who's vibrating? 6'4". 6'4". Sorry. I thought this uh, tasted like the Monster Coffees, like the Monster Canned Coffee. I've never been that down bad. (laughs) Really, dude? I've had so many of those. Oh, Um, man. 1-800-GAMBLER, buddy. (laughs) Give him a ring. Yeah, well, yeah, no, I consume a good bit of caffeine. Um, That's what it tasted like, but it do kind of taste a Fig Newton, too. As far as a beer goes, I can't drink this. It tastes like a potpourri. It's kind of weird. It's like, a, like the thing you spray when you take a shit. That's poopery. No, like poopery is. <laughs> it's yeah. Italian. I didn't know where his vowels were at. You know what I mean? is like uh, the assortment of things for the scent. It's just a whole bunch of Johnson's. All right, I'll get cultured. Sorry. Yeah, it's not great. Um, I'll just give this a four flat. I'm not a fan. Oh, man. Here I come. Highest rating per usual. Ah, Nicky Q's got it. Nah, oh, he's got a six four. Okay, I'm a five nine. Um, I'm not a big porter guy, to be honest with you. My favorite porter is Sweet Baby Jesus. Uh, great beer. Maybe, maybe we'll, I think we ripped it once, but if not, we'll rip it, but I would suggest it. Um, and this kind of tastes like that. I feel like this would be like a good beer if you're drinking espresso martinis, but you're kind of getting to that place where you're too fucked up for another espresso martini. So you switch to this beer and it would kind of give you the sim- same flavor. Could be good with a coffee cake, like around the holidays when you're having dessert and stuff. Um, honestly though, the coffee is still the big flavor for me. It just kind of tastes like a coffee that makes you feel good. So five, nine, good beer, sweet can, some type of dragon cloud person spitting out snow. So it's a nor'easter uh, it's a snowstorm, um, burp abilities up there too. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, perfect. Um, that's our beer again, nor'easter, uh, from evergreen brewing company. Uh, a lot of things happened in the football universe today, uh, especially, um, but a lot since the last time we spoke. Um, well, I guess we'll just start with one of the biggest shocks of today. Uh, Nick Saban retired, the greatest college coach of all time. Crazy, huh? That was kind of a shocker. I didn't realize how old he was, though. His how old is he? Record. Like 72. Really? Imagine, great for 72, imagine man. being 72 and being present for a college football athlete's schedule. Yeah, no, that's thanks. crazy. Dude. Honestly, he looks younger now. Like I was, uh, everyone was tweeting pictures about him, you know, tributes today. He honestly looks younger now than he did when he was, you know, I don't know like 10, 20, 30 years ago. Oh, man. He's on the adrenochrome. <laughs> His, oh, dude, he definitely his, does like lipo so He got to keep that face tight for. I mean, not anymore for the cameras, but for the cameras, mm-hmm. for recruiting, for his image. He got to keep that face tight. His record commercials for his dealerships: two hundred and ninety-two to seventy-one, and only one tie. 
That's crazy. crazy. Six natties, Wild. right? I think six. Wild. Yeah. Six natties, two different schools. One of the greatest coaches yeah. that ever lived, dude. No doubt about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a shock. Um, and I, you know what? I fuck with how he did it, too. No long retirement tour like some other uh, coaches and other sports from college. Uh, he didn't make it about, you know, about him. It wasn't me, 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 me. He was just like, oh, season's over. I'm done, guys. See ya. Yeah. You know what? Leave. I feel like he's got a lot of... I mean, I'm not the biggest Nick Saban fan, but I'll admit to like when somebody does something good, that that probably really speaks to how much he cares about his players, specifically, you know, upperclassmen that he knows aren't going to get drafted, even though a lot of guys do get drafted at Alabama, but to not make it about him. You know what I mean? To make this season about those guys when a lot of people were kind of doubting Alabama and, you know, there was the he say, she say, they shouldn't be in the playoff, yada, yada. Florida State got robbed. I mean, they easily could have won that game with the Michigan special teams bullshit. And, you know, if you put them in the natty, I mean, Michigan fucking blew out Washington. I don't I wouldn't see Alabama not competing in that game. So um, definitely kudos to him for like just being a, the greatest college football coach we've ever seen. And not having Jerry Sandusky as, you know, one of his side guys. Yeah, interested to see who Alabama's going to bring in next. It's a big hire for them. Um, a lot of legendary coaches at Bama. So uh, really interested to see. I uh, would love to see Lane, Lane uh, Kiffin get Lane hired Kiffin. by the Tide. Return to no Alabama. Way. That would be sick. That would be cool. Um, but I think Dan Lanning from Oregon is going to be another attractive option. I think obviously Alabama, I mean, that's like a coach's dream, man. Was you it, you roll into a program that's established like Alabama with the recruits they already get just for being Alabama. I mean that's the number one coaching job a big book of business. in the country right now. And my between mm-hmm. honestly book maybe of business between NFL and um, college. Um, Is it weird that the first thing I thought about when I saw that he retired was where can I find his odds for the Pebble Beach pro am? <laughs> Being like top amateur, yeah, he's definitely gonna. My go guy's trying to be. You need counseling, golfing man. big time. <laughs> He's going to be golfing and he's either going to be golfing or on the lake on his pontoon boat. Dude, his swing is nice, man. I bet. He really oh, shallows the club up. Yeah, if dude. If I don't have a good swing by 72. My guy, <laughs> dude, my guy slaps fairways and is a menace on par threes. <laughs> so if he can get out of there like 12 over, top amateur, come on. Jared Scout retirees for golf bets. Oh, dude, the Pebble Beach program is like one of, I mean, not a lot of people like it, but it's one of the biggest purses in golf. It's $20 million. Yeah. It's fun, fun tournament to bet on. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Um, okay, so Nick Saban, he's gone. Pete. A lot of, yeah, a lot of uh, movement today in the NFL world. Um, I think last time we spoke to you guys was a couple weeks ago now. Uh, so we'll, Prior to know, the new the year. NFL, yeah, the NFL finished. Um, and a lot of coaches have been fired. I believe there's currently seven different head coaching uh, spots open in the NFL. Right. Mm-hmm. Started with Pete Carroll. That was a shocker today. Uh, yeah, it was. Um, but I did see they kind of, you know, it's one of those things they mutually agreed to part ways, but then he's going to be a team advisor now. Is that yeah, I don't know. something like that? 1099, yeah. baby. He'll, he'll be in the office. <laughs> Get some bread. <laughs> he, he's even older than Saban. He's 77. Yeah, he's still going. Dude, he's huh? fucking old man and he'll dude he'll be running around at warm-ups the gum he like, chews I, I gotta find out because he ever gotta spit be, it dude. Out. dude his jaw looks incredible yeah i got 77 get, i gotta get on that wave yeah guys mm. just he's constantly chewing gum and just he's like he's like um 
What is he like? He's like an ADD kid. He must have been like dipping hard <laughs> in his early life. Like he's always that's, on it. That's you his know what replacement. I mean? Oh, dude, probably. I mean, he grew up in the like the Red Man era with the Big League Chew mm. or the Bubblegum. You used to give the baseball cards. It'd be like hard as a rock and yeah, literally like, flat so like awesome, a card. Dude. Yep. He was probably yeah, him and the boys were probably chewing that, throwing some Red Man and just chewing for days. <laughs> Their immune system is like unbelievable. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, dude, I bet Pete Carroll probably put John Cruck in his grave in the chewing competition. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Um, Finally, Arthur Smith got fired. Yeah, dude. Uh, sucks, dude. I mean, he had, I think they said he had the league's easiest schedule and he couldn't even make it to 500. He's yeah. pathetic. Insane. The, the skill players that they have, um, yeah, that was really John Robinson barely got the ball. Yeah. And then he wants to yell at the Saints for scoring again, dude. Like, can you imagine that's how you go out yeah. as an NFL coach? Like, I respect Just somebody crying. who hasn't coached in the NFL more than I respect Arthur Smith. Dude, they're already down by four scores. Like, what are you bitching what about, What does it dude? matter? Yeah, it's like, that's over. the hill you die on. Oh, we want to help this guy be more attractive via stats to analytic geeks in the NFL? Like, oh, my bad. <laughs> it's a joke, dude. And Jameis is a stud. Yeah, the shout out for being a that, team player. That post-game interview. But that dude was just poking at him, dude. And Jameis is just... Just giving it right back to him, but he's just remaining calm. He's yeah. respectful, and he's just like, you know what? Like, dude, ultimately, like, you don't play football. He knew he was trying to get some crab legs, bro. He's oh, he yeah. was good. Jameis is the goat. How he's do you? The uh, people uh, love Jameis. Who do you think's gonna be the next head coach there in uh, Washington? Um, think Billy B's coming to town. Yeah, Ron Rivera Save was you guys. Well, yeah, Rivera's gone, which is good. Um, best of luck to him. They don't want to promote the enemy. I don't. I don't know what they're gonna do. They want to draft another North Carolina quarterback and not fix the offensive <sighs> Dude, line. Yeah. See, like that's that's my thing. <laughs> like more than I care about what coach we get, it's we cannot draft a quarterback at two. Like we can't do that. Sam Howell's fine. Give him. Dude, he is. Time. I think he's good. Like he. Sam Howell's one of the only dudes in the NFL right now who's like a pure pocket passer, run if I have to, wants to stand back there and mastermind the defense. Dude, there was a time in double-digit weeks in the NFL, I don't know if it was 10 or 11, where he was leading in, in passing yards and touchdown passes. 10, yeah. Yeah. So you're telling me he's the problem? Like, obviously, as the season no, gets people longer, people, people get injured. So obviously, the offensive line gets banged up or defensive line more than any player in the league. So your already shitty offensive line continues to get worse. It's no wonder the quarterback play will decline with the offensive yeah. line. It's He's constantly getting pressure. Dude, the guy can absolutely – he's a gunslinger. You have great skill players. Like, draft a line. They do yeah, not need another need, quarterback. We need – the whole line needs to be replaced outside of Sam Cosme. We need some corners. They should not have drafted Emmanuel Forbes last year over Christian Gonzalez, dude. That is the dumbest thing. I tweeted the organization. I tweeted Washington as it was happening. It's like, get Christian Gonzalez for the love of God. It was like the third pick. I'm like tweeting them. Like, hey, guys, this is clear as day here. Christian Gonzalez, like, don't draft anybody else. Like, Christian Gonzalez... And what do they do? Do they draft Emmanuel Forbes? The dude is like 10 pounds heavier than me. Clapped all and I year. play acoustic guitar on the weekends for additional bread. Like, that guy's <laughs> not an NFL corner, bro. He needs to gain some damn weight. It's, it's insane. And they draft him, and he gets clowned by A.J. Brown, like, disgustingly, two weeks. So, yeah, if they draft a quarterback and don't address the actual needs, O-line, corner, or it doesn't matter who our coach is. Nothing matters. Nothing matters because nothing will work. Brian Robinson's legs will be broken after a year or two because he'll just run 24-7. 
and we will be at the bottom of the NFC East for another decade. Things are looking up, though, man. New ownership, new second head coach, pick. second pick. Magic Johnson's new, involved. New beginnings. Dude. Lakers' new beginnings. blood is there, dude. If I if I were Washington, man, I'd be calling Bill Belichick repeatedly. Yeah, the, the rumors. Repeatedly, bro. And they've definitely grown. I don't know if that's actually going to happen. I don't even know. I mean, Bill Belichick and Nick Saban have done everything the same, dude. They win championships the same year. They work together a lot, too. Yeah, but they win championships the same same year all the time. It's crazy if you look at their record. I wouldn't be surprised if they're both, like, done. Dude, with with him coming in, you have Biennemi. And if the new ownership allows Belichick the same privileges he had in New England, now I understand the last few years have been very bad. And he has relinquished some of, you know, his opinions when it comes to the draft because of the Patriots outcome. However, I don't, I don't know if you can say from, uh, you know, Tom Brady leaving standpoint, was it four years? It's been four years since he's dipped. If you can take four years out of a whole career and say, oh, this is why you don't deserve to be a part of the drafting committee, I think he would come in there and realize the obvious and what we're saying. Like, they have the skilled players. Yeah, you traded a couple of key pieces off the defensive line. Chase Young's injury liability. He's been playing pretty well since he's gone to San our Fran. Montez Sweat. Williams Montez, years ago. Yeah, yeah. That was our biggest Absolutely. loss. Absolutely. He's been key to the Niners. And look what happened yeah. to Brock Purdy when he was playing hurt against the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Fucking destroyed. That guy is a key to any offensive line yeah, and anything. He's one of the best tackles that the league has to offer. There's no doubt about it. However, Legend. the Montez Sweat trade hurt you guys a little bit, but I think Belichick Second would round picks okay though. I think Belichick would come in and realize we need to address our trenches, fix that, and I think the command I mean, dude, the Cowboys won the NFC East this year and it was up for grabs for a very long time. And there's not really a team in there that's very good, so it wouldn't shock me. If Belichick came in and the Commanders are a playoff team next year, if they allowed yeah, him to be a part be the of their drafting thing, selection. This would be the last thing I say about Washington because no one wants to hear this much Washington content. <laughs> but keep Payne and Allen happy. Do that. Get a coherent coach and don't draft a quarterback. And we're in better shape than we've been in three decades. So onward. Good luck yeah, to you, buddy. I think another big coaching uh, change that it. I wanted to address was uh, another – Guy that's immediately going to be the top coaching candidate. Obviously, we're still unclear with what Bill Belichick's going to do, um, if he's even going to leave New England. But the number one coaching candidate right now, Mike Rabel, the Titans parted ways with Rabes after, I think, six seasons. Um, I mean, the guy took Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill, to an AFC championship game. Uh, he's a damn good coach. Yeah, don't love um, that firing. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know what. Where's Tennessee going to go? The, their ownership they, is so stupid. Right. Think about it. You're, you're, they didn't trade Derrick Henry, so you're going to lose Derrick Henry for absolutely nothing. Yeah, you guys have absolute. Will Levis could be okay, but their offensive line's terrible. Their defense sucks. <clears throat> so you could have got something for Henry, and then you take a coach who's taken a very mediocre team in terms of paper. And have has been extremely competitive. It's made the Mexican. My guy has had a one-dimensional quarterback his entire coaching tenure, and has gone to the AFC Championship game twice. Think about that. It's crazy. Ryan Tannehill with those resources. It's because of his schemes. I think he's going to the Patriots. Obviously, he played there. There's new ownership. That would Robert Kraft really cool. be horny for him. I would love him. to see that. It just yeah. it seems way and too I'd also obvious. Also, love to root for them if Mike Vrabel coaches them. Could yeah, be good fit so in Washington. What I heard was. 
ownership seems like they're uh, hitching their wagon to the wrong horse, the GM that they brought in a year or two ago now. Apparently there were some tensions and power struggles between uh, uh, Mike Rabel and the GM. GM wanted him out. He wanted his own guy in there. Um, so, yeah, the ownership went with uh, the GM that they brought wow, in. Dude, and, I'm going to root go so hard They could have also tried trading him. Like, he's under contract, and their, their official statement on that was like, yeah, you know, we thought it would have been too hard. Uh, so hard. we just want – yeah, the, it was basically, yeah, we would have thought – we thought it was going to be too hard to, you know, get a trade for him, like how long it would take. So instead they just wanted to fire him and start their new coaching process, like I guess quicker, but – Wow, softest like, front office of all time, minus eight. Probably. <laughs> like, yeah, we were going to trade him, but it's just so much paperwork involved, so we're going to let him walk. Yeah, so. <laughs> Stupid. The, uh, those are owners that only care about ROI yeah, and I not winning. I want to just root against the Titans for the next rest of my life. Yeah. Speaking of ownership, let's all be happy that we're not Panther fans here. <laughs> Dude, yeah. He sucks. That's another head coaching opening that <laughs> I don't think anyone wants to go to at this yeah, point. No how, crazy, how crazy is it that who's a, Tepper fired yeah. the GM? But the GM wanted to draft C.J. Stroud, but Tepper blocked them and is like, no, nah, Bryce Young's our Bryce guy. Young's guy. And then and fires the GM right. when they win two games and throws drinks at fans. <laughs> Talk about a bigger billionaire piece of yeah, shit. Yeah, that guy sucks. Sounds like an Eagles fan. Like, if I knew what he looked like and I saw him in public, I would really weigh my options in terms of robbing him because I know he's a bad person. <laughs> Yeah, that's going to suck. They were All really bad this year. <laughs> Panthers were Obviously, extremely, extremely bad. Um, yeah, I feel like all the other coaches that got fired, they were all kind of shitty. Uh, so, yeah, nothing else to touch on that. Uh, what do we got next here? Some playoffs? Wow, playoffs. Want to squeeze some juice? Yeah, want to squeeze, squeeze some juice. juice. Yeah, I tell wanna... us what that means. All right, so I've been looking at futures. I know, Eli, what, what do you got on the Bills? 60 to 1? Uh, 40, 40 yeah, and 75 to 1 on the Rams. Frank and I are holding Ravens 25 to 1 in pocket. That's, that's my biggest beautiful, yeah. dude. It's that my is only, so good. I can say that's my only uh, preseason Super Bowl bet, that's whatever. So nice. uh, I'm a fan. No big deal, but obviously hey, I'm in we're a, fans, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. Gonna get, Frank, and I are, <laughs> Frank and I are in a very good seat right now. Um, but I want to know from you guys, what teams are you just drawing around through in the playoffs, minus the Steelers, because we like, know they suck. Like they're dead in the water? Yeah, like teams that have no chance of winning the Super Bowl. And the Flacco thing is super overrated. No, yeah, no Steelers, chance. no shot. Uh, the Flacco thing's overrated. Packers. They're dead. Packers, no good, Nick. Packers and Dolphins. Dolphins, yeah, I don't think the Dolphins can do it. I the Cowboys, either. dude. I don't want to, like, nix the Cowboys, but. They might be, but they're going to lose to someone else. Dude. They're guaranteed. <sighs> dude, the Packers, they got just a good wide receiver core, and I feel like. Love can be more steady headed than Dak, even though Dak did cash out on his under ten interception. He had nine. He 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 did it. Dude, Dak could be the MVP this year if you really think about it. I know, They're gonna give it to Lamar. It's also well if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And I've seen Dallas lose so many times in a row. Yeah, but they haven't lost the a game alive. at home in so long, dude. It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be cool. I think the Packers could cover seven and a half, but I don't think they're gonna win. Yeah. No. But I don't know if I could Get on the Cowboys ship because yeah. of the, because of the Niners. I can't. Yeah, the one team I would pick though that's just dead in the water is uh, the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Lions. One hundred and thirty. Think the Lions can get there. Honestly, I honestly I think Lions everyone besides the Steelers and the Packers. I'm gonna say and Texans. the Bucks. 
No, no. <laughs> No. And the Eagles. <laughs> yeah, the Eagles, no shot. Bucks yeah, are no going. Shot. Eagles Bucks, are toast. Bucks are going all the way. So, NFC. No, I think the Bucks could beat. I, li- I really do think the Bucks can beat Philly next week, but I think it ends there. If, nah, if that does happen. They're going all the way. That who, would be crazy. Who would they play if <laughs> they win? That, they're, they're the fourth seed? I think they're the fourth seed because they're, yeah, the lowest. So, they would play division. the two. They would play the Lions if the Lions win. <clears throat> or the Rams. Yeah, which those are both winnable games. Yeah, what's um, uh? Why don't so, we give our? I don't think everybody give their Super Bowl. Well, hang on, hang on. Before before we get there, this is the point I brought oh, this still, up because okay. we have futures we're still developing. So I was looking, I was looking at Exactus. Um, I I did get on the uh, the Cleveland train. Hate to say, uh, thirty to one, That's and fun. I have I have Rams seventy to one, and obviously Frankie and I have Ravens twenty five to one in pocket, but. Um, I, 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 the reason I want to draw lines through teams that are going into the playoff is to try to squeeze some juice out of this exactive market, and it's it's really nice. So I was looking at teams that I think would be in the Super Bowl. I got Ravens Rams in pocket ninety to one. So with ten dollars to pay you nine hundred and ten. Bills Bills Rams I think is a very good possibility. Two teams coming to the playoff very hot. Now, the Rams did not look very good against the Giants, but the Rams very easily could have and probably should have won the game against the Ravens. So keep that in mind. That's 180 to 1. If I said that it was a Bills-Rams Super Bowl, would you would you fall off your seat? No. Would you no. think I'm fucking crazy for 180 to 1? Be an easy hedge. Yeah, no doubt. Um, and then you obviously have the two obvious. Ravens-Niners are both 7 to 1. Uh, and then Rams-Browns. Rams over the Browns is seventy to one. Browns over the Rams uh, thirty seven to one. And then you have Bills Cowboys thirty one. Same thing, vice versa. Uh, Ravens over the tight uh, the Jesus the Titans the Lions thirty five to one, and then flip it forty five to one. Bills over San Fran thirteen to one. San Fran over the Bills eleven to one. Bills over Dallas thirty to one. Same thing, vice versa. And uh, Bills to win the AFC is plus 250. I think that price is too short at this point. Yeah, I get they're hot and they're good, but I would need a little bit more from them. And then the Bills to win the Super Bowl plus 650. So, Eli, with that, with your opportunity, you have a couple of places that you can get on the market. Anything that uh, interests you based off of those numbers I just dropped? Yeah, dude, I like the... uh I like the Rams getting there with the Ravens. I like the, both the quarterback stories, so like I kind of want to chase after that a little bit. I don't think the Rams can get past them, but I do have the Rams seventy-five to one. Um, so it'll give me a little room to work with. I think you got to get on the Bills Rams one hundred eighty to one. Bills Rams for sure. Yeah, I mean that's a yeah that that, that has to happen. I'm I'm, I'm trailing you, and if you Frank. You guys if, are the future pros. Well, if you if you bet that exacta right, and you already have that Bills ticket. You have that exacta. Obviously, you're praying for Bell's Mafia, but you have a very good position in which you can hedge on the Rams and get guaranteed money. I would, I would assume on the Rams. I would assume in that game, if that was our Super Bowl matchup, I would probably say Bills minus three. We'll see if it happens, but Super Bowl lines are usually typically pretty short. So, yeah, it's uh, it'll be. I hope it gets there. Stafford's just. The narrative's there. I feel like for the Rams Ravens to like the exact that you were talking about before, Stafford going back to Detroit 
for that first game. Oh, I can't wait for that. Not yeah, that I can't wait to see what happens in that game. Knock them off their pedestal after they win a division for the first time. Dan Campbell reaches too much, over leverages, they lose. You got Lamar just dominating, proving his point in the postseason, and then they meet each other in the Super Bowl. I mean, I feel like that for me is just so reasonable. You don't worry about like the Rams being a public road dog? That's what scares me, personally. That wide receiver core is so disgusting. I agree. And Kyrie Williams is, in my opinion, and the best running back in the NFL. He's he's disgusting. And uh, it's Stafford, though. I mean, it starts and ends with Stafford. He he did what he did in Detroit. We were talking about before. It's crazy he's to even got the think experience. that he played with Calvin Johnson. He's been doing it for so long. He left Detroit. He won a Super Bowl immediately. And he now has a legitimate shot at looking at another ring and he's just such an under talked about dude but he is an absolute gunslinger who'll leave the grass on fire when he leaves your home so like it's i you just can't sleep on a guy that's been there and done it and knows it's possible i feel that so who who do you think is gonna win and then who do you want to win obviously i want the ravens to win and and i think the ravens are gonna win win. i think this is this is the year I agree. I think the Ravens are going to win. I want the Bucks to win, obviously. Go Baker. But <laughs> I just don't think I, I, out of the NFC, I really could only see Niners, Lions, Rams. Yeah, I just I can't and get one of there. Them be knocked out week one. I just can't get there with Mike McCarthy, dude. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I wouldn't be mad if the Cowboys were in the Super Bowl. I'd actually be very happy. I just can't wait for the choke memes. That's it. It's like a annual thing that I love. The watching. Eagles, Cowboys, they just do fans it. You know what I mean? Punching each like, other in the face the I'm whole not, time. They always choke in playoffs. I'm not going to invest my money in a cycle that I've seen repeat my entire betting career. Nor am I going to be mad if said cycle is broken. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. prove me wrong. Okay, I'll get invested in the Cowboys in the next three to five years. Then that's fine. But I just can't go to war with with. Mike McCarthy over Kyle Shanahan. I just can't do it. Yeah, it's a nightmare. That's a nightmare matchup. <laughs> I just can't do oh, it. Oh man, he would. Mike McCarthy would look so dumb and fat in that game. <laughs> oh, just can't do it. Frank, what about you? What do you think? Um, it's. I know it's chalk, but I just really can't see anyone but the 49ers and the Ravens in the Super Bowl right now. Um, if I if I want to get a little crazy. And I can't pick those two. It just not even it's not even that crazy. But if I can't pick those two, it'd be Rams Bills. That's a cool matchup. Yeah, I'm that's a cool that. matchup. Yeah, I like that. I like we got some same pages going around. Please, please. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for these games. Like we were talking about Sunday Night Football, Stafford going to Detroit. I mean, that hey, we get off Monday. Dude. We get off Monday. Stafford in Detroit is. I care more about that than the Super Bowl right now. Yeah, that would be just added to the list of brutal, heartbreaking oh losses for Detroit fans. If Matt Stafford comes into Detroit, their first home playoff game since like 1992 or whatever it was, 93, them. and just yeah, <laughs> just rips their them. heart out. Oh, Puka Nakua just stomps on all of them, dude. dude. I yeah, saw so the that's funniest cool. meme on TikTok today. It was Sean McVay. If so, if anyone's watched the Open One series on Disney Plus. It's Sean McVay's Obi Wan the first time he faces Vader, and it's Vader's Jared Goff, and he's like, "What have you become?" He's, and Jared Goff's like, "I am what you made me." And honestly, that made me want to fire on the Lions minus three, dude. I was like, yeah, "I'm I mean, so it's in." Awesome. Do, do, in the same vein, Detroit 
And Jared Goff winning that game would be just as good too, though, because it's like, you know, it's like that, um, that one meme where it's Wesley Snipes and he has the gun up. He's pointing the gun, but he's crying. It's like, that's how Detroit fans would be if they kill Matt Stafford, you know? So, uh, that's going to be good. Uh, Tyreek Hill returning to Kansas City. I mean, storylines galore. Tyreek Hill returning to Kansas City. They played early in the year, but it was in Germany. So uh, it's Tyreek Hill's first time actually going to Kansas City. Uh, I think it's going to be like negative four. Dude, I can't wait for these four degrees in Kansas City. The Dolphins are going to freeze their asses (laughs) off. Um, I think the Dolphins are just dead in the water, man. They're done, man. They've lost too many games they just should not lose. Not to suck my own team's dick, dude, but I think, (laughs) dude... What the Ravens did to them, like if you're going to the playoffs, dick. <laughs> if you're going into the playoffs, dude, are you not just deflated? Oh, the Dolphins, yeah, yeah. dude, yeah. I'm done. Like, yeah, but I mean, they're also going up against year. an overrated Kansas City team. I agree. But I feel like but this Kansas is the City is more Kansas aligned be like, to them. Hey guys, remember we're Kansas City. We're going to blink. They're going to be in the AFC Championship it's gonna game. Be a Tyree uh, Hill. Oh, it's going to be Tyreek Hill. Oh, I mean, so fucking sick. <laughs> Tyreek Hill is just going to run circles around him, though. That's I, one I thing. Dude, the Kansas really City hope, defense yeah. is the best defense since the Pat Mahomes era. Yeah, and their offense blows. Yeah, Travis Kelsey has been a non-factor. Yeah, yeah, he's in too many commercials. But you know dude. what's you know what's crazy mm-hmm. is that Travis Kelsey still was like top two in every. Like tight end, yeah, he's, he's, he's an all pro. We're just joke. so used to him being like above and beyond that. Yeah, he still had a really good season compared to all the other tight ends. It's not league. fair to him the way we look at it. Yeah, this is kind of crazy. Like, yeah, because like you said, like <laughs> you look at his season this year, you're like, he's, you're like oh, he sucks. He dated Taylor Swift. <laughs> like that's what I think yeah, of this yeah, year. Exactly. But like, like you said, he's still cooking every stat category. It's his character arc. He's here. Yeah, they're so, not going to um, be there. Okay, though. so Cleveland is going to Houston, and Houston is an underdog. Nice little home dog. Yeah, Great way to like start those. the Saturday, dude. Yeah, Great like way. Four thirty kickoff. You know, all is right in Book the world the where the Texans are back in their Saturday afternoon playoff spot. Like mm. that's just exactly where they should be. Uh, but now this is the best team they've had in a really long time. CJ Stroud, man, he is balling. Um, but hey, the city of Cleveland—they got Flacco fever. That's crazy, dude. Flacco flock. Yeah, that's crazy. You know what? That's that would be another heartbreaking loss for Baltimore. I am if scared Joe of the Browns. Flacco is the guy that fucking imagine. You know, the thing is though, I'm not Flacco has thrown eight interceptions in five games. Oh yeah, he's throwing a lot. Can't do of that against the Ravens. You can't. I understand. They split the series, whatever. But um, the Cleveland defense is completely different on the road than they are at home. Yep. And they're giving up 29.4 points per game when they're on the road this year. That that ranks NFL's 31st best. So really, they're second to last. You don't believe me? Look it up. Um, which really gets me excited about the Texans. If a three comes out, dude, I'm all over them. All over them. Mm-hmm. I'd fuck with C.J. Stroud, dude. And I think D'Amico Ryans is going to win coach of the year. Okay. To take a poverty cool, franchise... Yeah. Poverty after you franchise. get rid of it is a poverty franchise. So after bad. you get rid of the massage parlor menace, <laughs> and you're just gross for three years, and you lose by two scores with Case Keenum to the Browns in the regular season, you get your guy back. Absolutely, and if I think An abysmal timeline, and, and to think about this, if Tank Dell was still playing, Tank. I don't think. The Texans are underdogs. His touchdown prop every week was money. Almost as good as Gus Edwards. But C.J. Stroud can do it without Tank. We've seen it. 
this guy is the best, one of the best rookie QBs we have seen in a very long time. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, Texas forever, baby. That's all I got to <laughs> say. I'm Texas forever. Yeah, yeah. that's that's going to be cool. Um, Steelers, Bills, That this is my no shot. They have to. I mean, can you lay ten? Though? Can you lay ten, Frank? Yeah, maybe that's the thing. But like, this know. is the game where everyone, everyone besides Steelers fans, is going to say there is absolutely no way Pittsburgh Steelers lo- win this game. That's going to be another um, Brick City game, dude. Yeah, Bro, very oh, cold, oh. and that that only helps Pittsburgh. The ground game, yeah. Jalen Warren, well, Najee Harris. It's so cold and windy. It's going to be windy too. That's the thing, dude. The wind and the cold. You got to be betting Josh Allen rushing props over. Hell yeah. Oh, you yeah. probably should bet those today before the game slated. Like two touchdowns and shit. Um, James Cook, same thing. No TJ Watt. So they, I mean, James Cook has fallen off a cliff the last six weeks. <laughs> like, but yeah, yeah, but he had, but he had, he has those games though, right? Where he just absolutely goes off. Even the use in the pass game. That's when he has those games. Okay. What's the best time to, to run fucking screens when the wind is 22 to 52 miles per hour? Big load, James Cook. Big load. Yeah. Big loads. Um, Okay, now moving on to Green Bay at Dallas. This spread is definitely higher than I thought it would be. Uh, it's sitting at seven and a half right now. Green Bay's catching seven and a half points. I think it's just going to be shootout. Uh, yeah, the thing is, J- Jordan Love throws bombs. Yeah, I think he, both, he can't throw anything else. And Dallas is a totally different team uh, at home. Both offenses are really good, but Green Bay's defense stinks. Mm-hmm. I mean, they lost to Tommy DeVito in the Giants earlier in the year. Hell yeah. Um, so I think their defense is going to get really exposed in this game. Dallas is going to just continue their tear on offense, um, and Jordan Love's inexperience is going to show. So, C.D. Lamb over 200? Yeah, I mean, Bro. just <laughs> a stretch of – he had a stretch of 10 games where it was unreal production from a wide receiver. Like – uh, yeah, so the offense is really clicking for Dallas right now. Um, you ready and, for this, though? Oh, real quick. With Dallas's defense, Micah Parsons, the best, one of the best, if not the best, just pure pass rushers of the football, hasn't had a holding call in 10 or 11 straight games. He's getting held. That's crazy. That, that was one no... of the few Cowboy fan claims that you can genuinely be like, okay, they they have a yeah. little bit of a point Eleven here. straight games where he doesn't get called for them holding him once. That's wild. He, without question, is held double-digit yeah, times a game. That's so crazy. No question asked. Dude, if you're getting double-team, inherently you're getting held. Um, it's, it's so easy to call that. It's not even funny. Here's the thing, though. The Packers are getting a little healthy. You're the thing, though. Jordan Love has posted an eighteen to one touchdown to interception ratio. And Quay Walker, the trash. Hear this: uh, the Packers are nine one to one against the spread in the playoffs when they enter with a sub seven hundred winning percentage. But none of that applies to Jordan Love. Uh, yeah, but yeah, the eighteen to one touchdown. Aaron Rodgers, dude, two <laughs> Hall of Fame quarterbacks. It's Green Bay. It's. It's just Green Bay in general. Okay, but their quarterbacks okay. for the last twenty years were those two guys. Yeah. Okay, got, well, like, Dak is two and five ATS, bro. Yeah, yeah, but he no, has a better seven and a half points. Ever. Seven and a half points yeah, for the think, guy who's two and five ATS. Are I, you going to lay it? No, I'm I started. Not. I started this by saying I think the spread's too high, yeah. but I think Dallas wins. So yeah, I think I Dallas, would agree. I, th- I, I think it's agree. either a close game and Dallas wins, or Dallas just blows the doors off. I wouldn't be super surprised if Dallas covers seven and a half. Like you said, the defense sucks, and Dak is playing good football, not good fantasy football. Dak's playing good football. I will say the the big positive. For the Cowboys coming in was the Lions game where Brad Allen willed the Cowboys the victory in the NFC's title. 
Actually, he wouldn't have because the Eagles lost to the Giants. Go G-Man, baby. Um, anyway, anyway, look at back. I mean, the Lions could have the one seed, but whatever. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, Brad Allen, dude, the effects he has on the league. Um, where was I going with this thought? Oh, <laughs> um, I mean, they could have lost that game. Where was I going with this thought? All right, we got to move on. Uh, uh, come on, brain. brain. He lost the keys. The cars oh, 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 oh. K- giving praise to the Cowboys. Dude, the amount of third downs they converted just between Dak and CeeDee Lamb on that game where it was like third and 10, third and 16, yeah, third and 12, it was just unbelievable. Like, he was open every time. Mm-hmm. And that's, I guess that's the, that's like the golden nugget for the Cowboys is the ability to convert on third down. If, yeah. if they go 60% or higher converting third down, I, they absolutely can cover that game. Okay, we already talked about L.A. and Detroit. Nikki Q, your boy. Go Baker Bucks. Mayfield Top against 10 the QBs. Eagles. Top 10 QB. Is that game That's only on Peacock? Say. No, the Peacock game it's is ABC, Pittsburgh Steelers. ESPN, or no, ESPN Plus. Chiefs. I know Chiefs are a Peacock Correct. game. Yes. Because yeah. I know the Swifties will pay. The Swifties. Listen, Eagles. Ugh. <laughs> Baker, top 10 quarterback. Everyone doubted me. Dude, they only scored nine points against the Panthers. It's still a fucking win. <laughs> See, that's what I'm Mike not excited Evans for. But me. yeah, and and the Eagles lost to the Giants, bro. While fighting for dude, Tyrod Taylor almost beat the Bills. Yeah, he's he's good. All right, he is. One and they probably would have beat the Eagles if they started Tyrod the Taylor on suck. Christmas. And that's it. That's all we're gonna go with. All right, just push push your way to fucking disqualification. <laughs> Baker's got to come out slinging, dude. Yeah, oh, yeah. He does. There's got to be a big improvement hell, from hell last yeah, week, bro. Mm. Mm. Nine on, points yeah. against. I, I mean, the Eagles are a much better team than the Panthers. Top ten QB. Oh, are they right now? Not right now. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> nah, I don't know. It's gonna be good. Okay, um, we're gonna end it with this, guys. Our locks of the week. Uh, last lock I gave out Michigan in the college football playoff semifinal minus one. They covered. Um, some saying Michigan killed Nick Saban because uh, he retired right after. <laughs> but uh, no, they won him eleven and twelve. I am so close to being 500. I can feel it in my plums. This week I'm going to get there. Like I said earlier, I just can't picture the Cowboys losing this game. I have a teaser. Uh, Cowboys teasing down to minus one and a half. Uh, and I'm going to take – it's ugly. It's gross. It's disgusting. But the Dolphins plus ten and a half. Um, taking them to those – through those two, two key numbers there, uh, minus 120. So my play for this uh, wild card weekend: Cowboys minus one and a half, Dolphins plus ten and a half, six point teaser. All right, um, we're eight and six. We're winning. We're positive. We made money so far. Uh, Tampa Tampa Bay money line plus one thirty five. Mike drop. Ooh, I'd be crazy if that hits. That would be kind of wild. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna ride with the Stafford line. Uh, I was talking about before. I'm just gonna go with the Rams plus three against Detroit. Um, nothing good happens in Detroit. Remember Cleveland had that video like a long while back when they were like saying you can buy a home for the price of a VCR, and like, just the end of the song is like we're not Detroit. Like I I just still think that applies. Um, Stafford is the guy in both of those teams. It's just, that's his place. He dominated there forever. He's going to go back there. He's going to win. He has the better team, I still think, with his offense. And um, it's going to be a great game to watch regardless, though, so I'm excited for it. 
Um, all right, we're coming in eleven fifteen and two. So hopefully, uh, prior to the Super Bowl, maybe a couple golf picks coming in soon. Uh, we can get over the five hundred hump, but we're climbing our way back. Um, last episode, uh, Frank kicked me in the balls, and Nick Saban did retire. Alvin plus two was a loser, but uh, we got there with Seahawks over forty one and a half against the Steelers and Cardinals plus ten and a half. Who won outright against the Birds? Shout out to the Cardinals. Go back and listen to the episode early in the summer. We had Cowboys 2-1 to one, the win division all day, baby. Nick, you can pay me whenever, but I won't hold you to it. Uh, <laughs> but I will remind you. And we're coming into this week. Uh, I'm, I'm on the Eli train. I'm going to have the Rams involved in a teaser, plus nine. I just, you know, Matt Safford has the experience. He's been there. I think nine points is a really good landing spot for him. It's the Lions' first home NFC North champion game in fucking decades before I was born. So I'm going to take the experience and the skill weapons that the Rams have, tease them up to nine. And then I, I kind of tease on this earlier that the, the Browns have the second worst defense on the road in the NFL this year, averaging uh, 24.9 points allowed per game this season. And with that uh, in the wild card round home underdogs, or on a 13-4 and 1 run since 1980 including 7-1 one, and 1 against the spread when seeking revenge the Texans are seeking revenge in a game where they lost 36 to 22 to the Browns early in the season when CJ Stroud was hurt and that was Case Keenum but the fact that they were able to put up 22 points against the Browns with Case Keenum tells me there's going to be a lot more points for the Browns coming with the fact that Joe Flacco was thrown eight interception five games there's going to be a key one coming so um, I'm hoping that the Texans win that game because I definitely don't want to see Flacco going to Baltimore. Um, but I think eight and a half is a good number to get him over, you know, the key number seven. So we're going to go Texas plus eight and a half, Rams plus nine, minus 120. Enjoy the playoffs. Have a great week, everybody. Follow us, Lunchabuse Pod on Twitter. And don't lose all your money. Got to pay your mortgage, do your taxes. <laughs> Good luck, everyone.